This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to The Real Reel, where I take you behind the Instagram reel and into the real lives of entrepreneurs, content creators, and anyone who inspires me and may inspire you too. I'm your host, Natalie Barbu, and let's get into it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Real Real Podcast with your host, Natalie Barbu. Today, I might sound a little bit quieter or just a little different, and it is because I have an incredibly sore throat. I'm sick. Every time I go to New York, I get sick, which I'm going to recap for you. But I just wanted to give a little warning before we dove into today's episode. Today, you actually get another solo episode. So there's two solo episodes in a row. And one, it's because I got the most positive response from last week's podcast. It was overwhelming. If you don't know, I posted a podcast last week about my breakup. So I broke up with my boyfriend. We were dating for four years. And I just posted the most vulnerable piece of content that I could have posted last week. It was really, really hard for me to record, but it was also so therapeutic in a way. And so many people, like I've never gotten that many DMs about something that I've posted before. And so many of you mentioned how much you related to that and how you guys like cried when you listened to it, how you guys felt like I was like literally I took the words out of your mouth, like so many of you related to it. And so I wanted to do a second solo episode, not to talk about that. But to just honestly kind of catch up with you because I didn't realize how many people enjoy my podcast to also hear about myself. Like, don't get me wrong. I love doing interviews. I love, you know, interviewing founders and creators and just people that inspire me and giving them my platform to share their story. But since I've been a little less frequent on YouTube, I feel like I haven't had a place to share my life. And I've really enjoyed podcasting for that reason. So I'm going to try not to get repetitive on like YouTube and podcasting because I feel like I hate when I listen to people that I watch online and I'm like, oh my God, they're talking about the same stuff. But I also love listening to podcasts that feel like I'm talking to a friend. And sometimes that's what I want. I don't always want a podcast that's going to be, you know, super aspirational. I just want something casual. So I'm going to try to incorporate a few more of these, but making sure that they're not repetitive. And I also feel like podcasting is a really unique channel because you can listen to this in the car um, while you're working out, like when you're cleaning your room versus a YouTube video, you have to kind of be more immersed and more drawn in. So the podcasting is a little different, but in a good way. I kind of want to give a little life update because I haven't given you a life update on here in quite some time. And like I said, I haven't been as active on YouTube which I'm vlogging this week. So I'm actually going to be a lot more active. And this week's vlog is going to be all about my kind of like healing process. So if you guys did watch or listen to last week's podcast, my YouTube channel is going to be great because it's going to be about the healing process. So I'm going to talk about that on there and show you guys what I'm up to. And I filmed the intro this morning and I started crying because yesterday was the four year anniversary of, you know, my boyfriend and I, but we broke up. So this week I'm going to be vlogging that process because it's also the first week that I'm kind of home by myself and I'm, you know, in my apartment by myself and I need to find ways to distract myself because I've just been go, 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 go. So I've really tried to surround myself with friends, family, travel, 
and it's been a great distraction and it's definitely helped. But now it's time to kind of settle back into my routine. And it just hit me yesterday and I started yesterday and today and I just cried a lot. And I don't know, it was it was really hard. This episode's going to be a life update, like I said. I'm first going to talk about New York Fashion Week. And I feel like a lot of you guys want to hear about that because I've gone to New York Fashion Week multiple times. I want you guys to hear about it from a creator perspective. And then I also want to give you a little bit of a Rella update and kind of how my life has shifted a little bit. So we'll start with New York Fashion Week. By the way, when I'm recording this, I just got back from New York yesterday. So it's very fresh. So I planned New York Fashion Week very last minute. And Fashion Week, if you guys don't know what it is, it's just a week where it's been going on for years. But I feel like now, since creators are way more popular, it's a lot more popular for like influencers to go. Like I used to go when I was in college. So I actually went, my first New York Fashion Week was six years ago. And vloggers and YouTubers and creators were going then. But it was definitely more of an exclusive thing back then, I think. I don't think it was as popular. Like I remember when I went, it was like, oh my God, I cannot believe that you're going to New York Fashion Week. Like, how do I get invited? What did you have to do to do that? Whereas now I feel like things are more open to the public. It's a bit easier to get into things. There's way more events that are going on and like creators of all sizes get to go. And I'm not saying that I was like cooler because I got to go when it was more exclusive. My friend did all the work and we didn't get to go to any like big shows or anything like that because of how hard it was to get into. But I'm just saying that it was a bit more like you didn't see it everywhere. I think that that's what it was like this year. It's been kind of like annoying. I don't know if anyone else feels that way. But for me, it's just been a little bit more annoying that like everyone's posting and you see it everywhere and you're kind of seeing the same exact stuff all the time and it's getting like frustrating does that make sense like it's like oh my god I get it you went to New York Fashion Week and you're posting in Soho and you're setting the camera up and you're backing up behind the camera and you're posting your outfit or you went to the Revolve event and Revolve Gallery like I get it like it's just annoying now And I'm saying this as someone who has done all of that. So this is not bashing any creators. I got invited to Revolve. I did the video showing my outfit. I mean, I love that type of stuff, but I can see, I mean, for me as a creator, it's gotten annoying. So I can only imagine as a consumer how annoying that that can be. So I feel like now what I'm trying to say is that it's definitely just more in your face versus before. I mean, we didn't have as many creators. I feel like it wasn't as in your face a few years ago, if that makes sense. Hopefully that makes sense. I want to know how you guys feel about it. So DM me how you guys feel about New York Fashion Week because that's one of the things that I want to discuss. And one of the reasons why I think that it's more annoying is because of TikTok. And I think TikTok makes things that influencers go to so much worse because you're seeing video footage in real time and you're getting to see like instead of one 20-minute YouTube video, you're seeing 21-minute videos. And so it's consumer overload. Whereas with YouTube, for example, it was more intentional. You had to click on that video to watch it. Whereas now it's like your For You page feeding you a ton of content and it's happening live. So YouTube, I would go to, let's say, New York Fashion Week and then I would edit a YouTube video and I would upload it a week later. Versus now, I'm uploading New York Fashion Week content in real time. 
which is so opposite of what it used to be. So I think people get sick of things a lot quicker. So I remember this same thing. I feel like the feeling that we're getting with New York Fashion Week is the same feeling that we got with Coachella, where we were like, oh my gosh, Coachella is just like influencer Olympics pretty much, where it's like, who has the cutest outfit? But really, that's not what Coachella is. That's just what you're seeing because your For You page is like feeding you that content and because there are so many more creators now and because people that aren't even creators, like people that don't have followings, they can be shown on your For You page. So when you have an event that has like a million people in attendance, I'm pretty sure it's like an insane amount like that. I don't know if I'm like totally off. <laughs> Let me look up how many people go to Coachella. I swear it was something like a million, but that just sounds so absurd. Maybe it was 100,000. I promise I'm not dumb if the answer is like so off. Okay, how many people go to Coachella? Okay, I'm not I'm not off. It says that 750,000 people were in attendance this year at Coachella. So 750,000 people in 2022. That is insane. Oh my gosh. I think that's like both weekends combined. Damn. That's so so many people. Okay. So 750,000 people Imagine how much content is being created out of those 750,000 people, whether they're influencers or not, because listen, Coachella is probably 1% influencer, like it's not majority influencers, but because there are so many that go, then you're seeing it constantly on your For You page and then just regular people going, you're seeing their Coachella content as well on your For You page and it's just overload. And I think the same thing is happening with Fashion Week where we're just seeing so many people go and it's just like content overload. So that's how I felt about it this year. I don't know if anyone else did, but I started getting very like annoyed and like overwhelmed. And I just felt like, I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe I'm like getting old or I'm not as involved in like the creator community as much in New York City or what it is. But me and my friend Grace were actually talking about this and we were like, we don't want to go to any events. Like we don't want to do anything. We're just going to like take our own photos and kind of sit this one out. And I went to New York specifically to really network with creators and like meet people and go to a few events. But I ended up not going to a single event I was invited to besides one event. I went to the Summer Fridays event, which was really great. It was the first morning there. It was, it was Thursday morning and it was like a little brunch and mimosas and like got to sample their sheer tint stuff. Like it was really cool. So that was the only one that I went to and I went with Claire and Sydney and that was really fun. But besides that, I was invited to a bunch of other events and I didn't go to any of them because I just got so overwhelmed and burnt out and I just like couldn't bring myself to go. And I want you to know that that is perfectly normal to feel that way. You know what the best feeling is when you walk out the door feeling like you can conquer the world because your hair looks amazing. You know those days when your hair shines with confidence? Well, I have something that are going to make those good hair days into a daily reality, which is Way's new hair gloss. I personally have been loving taking care of my hair. I just got a new haircut and at first I was iffy on it, but then the more I've looked at it and the more I've styled it, 
I actually really love it and I don't think I can go back to super long hair. It's all about how you style it. So I have been meticulous about my hair routine. I've been incorporating Waze hair gloss and it has literally made me love my haircut and love all of the different ways that I can make it look. It's so easy. Just five minutes in the shower and bam, instant shine. And let me tell you, preventing heat damage is a top priority for me. And with hair gloss protecting my hair up to 450 degrees, I can style worry-free. And the best part, my hair feels shinier, healthier, and more vibrant than before. If you guys have seen my blowouts on my Instagram or my TikTok, you know that I have been feeling my hair and it has been so shiny. Getting your shine on in the shower with Waze hair gloss is so easy and it's packed with hyaluronic acid and rice water. And so it, so it not only gives you immediate shine, but also treats damage and enhances color vibrancy. And here's the best part. In a consumer perception study, over 85% of participants agreed that their hair looks shinier, healthier, and smoother with Waze hair gloss. Give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I and use promo code RealReal for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com promo code RealReal. I feel like a lot of times people feel like, you know, it's like, oh, well, like I need to go to all of these opportunities that are given to me or I, they, or people feel really like want to, I don't, I feel like people feel like they, I don't know if jealous is the right word because I think that that has like a really negative connotation, but I feel like some people think like, I guess that they want to get invited to all of these things and they're like longing to get invited. But let me just tell you, it is not what it is like on Instagram. So my friend Claire actually posted a TikTok about this where she was like going to New York Fashion Week events and that's who I had met up with as well. And she's like the sweetest and so down to earth and normal she was going to all these events and she was like, it's exhausting because so many people there, so many influencers pretty much are trying to one up you and asking you, oh, like, are you going to this event? Are you going to that event? Like, oh, you didn't get invited to that. Oh, you did get invited to that. Like, can I have their email? And it's all about like who you know. And I really hate that because I just always feel like with the creator community, you just want to make like genuine connections, but there's so many people in it that it's sometimes hard to do. Like it's hard because there's so many people who all their goal is, is to get more followers, to get more brand deals, to work with cooler brands, to get invited to cooler events, and they will do whatever it takes to get there. And it made me think about the time when I used to live in LA. So I lived in LA for about a summer and I got that vibe in LA because there were so many events in LA. Like I would go to an event every single weekend. There were so many events in LA and there's so many influencers in LA when I was there. It was 2018. And when I moved to New York in 2019, I was like, this is so refreshing. People here are so normal and down to earth. And then the influencer space and scene in New York has slowly turned into LA, where now LA is no longer cool. And it's actually like not the place to be for creators. It's actually New York is a better place for influencers. And so everyone's moving there. And it's getting that like catty vibe and people are just trying to like, like, I'm sorry, when I meet you, the first thing that I say is not what is your Instagram? And that's happening so much more now in New York. And it's kind of giving like side eye if you don't have enough followers. And it that makes me just so sad because the New York influencer community was never like that. And I feel like it is now. And this is not like tea where you're like, oh my God, who is she talking to? Because I haven't experienced it from one specific person. It's just the overall vibe that I got during fashion week 
from the people that I had spoken to and the people that were there and just like the, I guess maybe the overload of content that I saw on social media. So I don't know if this is making any sense to anyone, but I just want you to know that if you wanted to go to Fashion Week and you're sad because you didn't, that it's okay because it genuinely is not what it seems. And like all, you know, for example, I'll see people that are posting like in real time or not even see people. I'm going to give you my own experience. I'm posting, you know, outfit photos, TikToks, whatever it is. It takes me so long to get the right shot. But the shots that I'm taking, I'm going to make you think that they're like candid pieces of content. And I do that obviously because I want to look my best on social media and I'm like want to look good. But I just want you to know how fake social media can still be even as we enter this era of candid social media stuff. You know, like I feel like the photo dump is a great example of that, of like I'm going to post a bunch of photos and they're all going to be candid and it's going to be like a zoomed in shot of like a tree and like a coffee cup that's spilt over and then a picture a mirror selfie of myself with like no filter and it looks like I didn't try but really I tried so hard just to get those like perfect moments to make them look perfectly curated so I just want you guys to know that social media is fake and it still is, even if it doesn't seem like it. And I think now I'm com- kind of comparing like last fashion week that I went to, which was like five years ago, to this fashion week and kind of explaining the difference. And I feel like the difference was that last time it was so much more about the fashion. And it was also a lot more about like the blog post type photos. Like this is when you would have a DSLR and you would have a photographer and you would take these like artsy shots, which I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion, but I kind of, I, I don't think I prefer it. I don't know if I prefer it or not. I think I don't prefer it because I never was one that took photos like that, but I kind of preferred it when people at least knew that those weren't like candid photos, that they were so staged and set up and like they were so perfect in a way where everyone knew that it wasn't a secret like you were trying to make it look perfect and you were wanting people to know that you were trying like you would do full-on photo shoots with photographers because at least then people knew that that was something that a lot of effort went into where today people don't know they think it's like the most attainable thing but really you're still having someone take the photo you're still taking a million shots you're editing, you're adding filters, even if they're very minimal people, so many people face tune their photos. Like now it's easier to deceive people to make you look good. And then everyone else is kind of left to be like, well, why don't I look like that? Or why is my life not like that? And I think that's my biggest issue with social media today. I know this kind of went on a rant, but it just fashion week really reminded me of that because I was comparing it to so long ago. And it was just one of those things where I needed to talk about it because I know how many girls literally flew into New York for this and how so many people on social media are talking about how they want to go and they're asking people how to get invited. And I think it's an amazing experience if you can go. But I also just want to remind you not to feel bad if you don't. And it's not all that it's like cut out to be. So kind of going back to my experience. So I kind of take you through what I did. So that was one rant of how I kind of miss old social media sometimes 
And I would love to know your thoughts because this is something that like I've been wanting to talk about and I just didn't know where. And so my podcast is a perfect place for it. And I actually was going to vlog in New York. And I, of course, like any other vlog, I started it. I filmed the intro and I literally never finished it. So there's no New York vlog coming on my YouTube channel, but I will be talking about it in this podcast so that you guys can hear what I did. So to recap my New York trip, I got to New York on Wednesday. I booked my flight the week before. I literally had no plans to go to New York. And I was like, I'm going to go. And I booked my flight the week before. Wednesday night, I get to New York. I was actually supposed to leave Wednesday morning. And I changed my flight Tuesday night because I was supposed to be getting a bunch of like Revolve items sent to me and they didn't come. And so I was like freaking out because I needed that to go to New York. So I changed my flights for Revolve. I I ordered my things too late, but I changed my flight to the latest flight on Wednesday. I am the queen of changing flights. I need merch that has something to do with like travel because my airport stories always stress you guys out. And I'm always like the person that people know. They're like, I don't want to travel with you because you stress me out when you travel because I get to the airport so late. If you guys don't follow me on Instagram, then you might not know what I'm talking about, but I'm like the worst traveler, I think. I mean, I think I'm the best because I usually don't miss flights, (laughs) but I can see why I stress people out. So I get to New York on Wednesday night. I rebook my flight for the latest flight because my Revolve items got in at like four o'clock and my flight was at seven. So they just made it. I was like tracking it the whole day. I was like, oh my God, if they don't come and I move my flight, what am I going to do? So Wednesday night comes around and I I leave. I land in New York at 11. I wait for a taxi in like the longest taxi line at the airport. It's probably like a 30 minute line because I refuse to take an Uber that's going to charge me like $80 because the Uber was literally $80. I flew into LaGuardia and I was going to the Upper East Side, which is literally guys, 19 minutes away. It was a 19-minute Uber, so close to the Upper East Side, and it was going to be $80. I was just like, you know, I'm not doing this. Like, I need to save money. There are some things that I will not spend money on, and Uber in New York City is one of them. So I refused, and so I waited in this long taxi line, and then I finally get to my friend Grace's apartment at, like, midnight, and I get there, and you guys... She's like, I'm on the ninth floor, but like, thank God my building has an elevator. And I text her and I'm like, oh my God, like, I'm so happy that you have an elevator because I have this huge bag and my stuff is heavy. And like, she used to live on a fifth floor walk up. And I was like, I'm so happy that I'm not having to like walk up five flights of stairs again, because whenever I would visit her, I would have to lug my suitcase up five flights of stairs. And her stairs were like so narrow and it was just like so hard to do. So I texted her that and she's like, yeah, I have an elevator. It's amazing. So we're like so happy about that. (laughs) Then I get to her apartment. It's midnight, mind you. Like this is way past Grace's bedtime. She tells me to ring the elevator, go up the stairs, hit the elevator. There's no like, you know, when you hit an elevator and the light goes on, like the button light goes on. None of that was happening, but it was like dinging as if it was there. But the door wasn't opening. The lights weren't turning on. I was like, no, 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 no. This is not this is not broken. And mind you, New York elevators, like any elevator in New York City scares me because they are so dingy half the time because buildings are really old there. And I just, I swear they're like not up to date and they're not up to code because like they just like make weird noises. They like act funny. Like elevators in New York, I do not trust them unless it's like a brand spanking new building. I don't trust them. And then there was that story a few years ago. It was like a luxury building in Midtown the elevator crashed and someone got killed. Like 
that type of stuff, I just, elevators scare me. And ever since I've seen Tower of Terror when I was like five years old, that movie on Disney Channel, that was like so scary for a children's movie. That movie scarred me. So I just don't trust elevators already. Like they do really, really scare me. So the door's not opening. I'm freaking out because I'm like, there's no way that this elevator is broken. Turns out I call her. She's like, what? The elevator's never broken since I've lived here. But like, she can't call it either. It's not opening up on her, her end either. So then I'm like, okay, nine flights of stairs it is. So she comes down nine flights of stairs. She's helping me take my suitcase. We alternate. So I take my suitcase up five flights and then she takes it up the remaining four flights. And I like, we switch. Like I have my bag and she has my suitcase. You guys, I was so sweaty. My heart rate rose so much. Like that was such a struggle. So that was already like, off to a great start. Amazing New York City welcome. And I feel like it was just funny. Like, obviously, I wasn't that upset about it. It was just funny because we were talking about how much I like loved the Shannon elevator now. And then it didn't even work. So anyways, that was my welcome to New York. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Fell asleep next day. I go and I hang out with Claire and Sydney. We go to the Summer Fridays event. It was really, really nice. I got to meet Mariana Hewitt in person because as you guys know, I did have her on my podcast. So I went up to her and I was like, by the way, thank you for coming on my podcast last year. I don't know if she remembered who I was. She was like, yeah, 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 of course I remember. But you know, I feel like she's just so sweet that like, who knows? She's so busy that I don't know if she actually remembers, but her and Lauren Ireland were just so sweet. And they like, are probably, honestly, I would say Mariana Hewitt is like my inspiration. Like if someone were to ask me who is someone that like you're really inspired by, I think I would say Mariana just because she's managed to become a creator and an entrepreneur and separate those two, but they work so seamlessly together. And I think that is like exactly what I'm trying to do with like my life and with my job. So went to that event. It was like brunch and coffee at Sedell's and New York City is so small. When I was in Soho, I was taking some photos with Claire and Sydney and my friend Kelsey Simone, you guys might know her on social media, ran into her on the streets of Soho. And New York is so small. It is so small. Every time I go to New York, I see someone that I know. And guys, that trip, I also saw someone from my high school on the street. Like the most random small world coincidences happen in New York City. You think New York is a big city. It's 8 million people. No, 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 no. The world is so freaking small. So that happened. And that was like one of those crazy moments. But then I had like a ton of meetings that day. I like was walking around the city. Thursday was an amazing day. I was just like so happy that night. And then I met up with my friend, Pernea, my old roommate. Social media is just so funny. Another quick tidbit. This story has a lot of like tangents. But another quick thing about social media is so many people were like, oh my God, are you and your roommate fighting? Like you guys don't post together anymore because we used to live together in New York. They're like, yeah. Like I remember seeing comments where people were like, I don't think they're friends anymore. And it's so funny because I'm like, no, we're good. We're good guys. Like I just, I'm someone that I don't post with my friends that often. 
And I don't like talk about my friends that often, but we are good. We went out. We got some drinks at Matt's on Banks. So it was cute because it was my name and it was such a cute little restaurant. So we went out there and then we ended up going out that night. And not going to lie, we got a little, you know, I'm not going to say drunk, but got a little tipsy that night and we kind of bar hopped. And it was just a really fun Thursday night. And we just got super close. You know, those moments when it's like you haven't seen someone in a while and you just have so much to catch up on. And like, then you mix in alcohol and it's just like such a great bonding experience. Yeah. So that happened. So again, Thursday, the only thing I did that was fashion week related was the summer Fridays event and like meeting up with Claire and Sydney. Friday comes around and I'm exhausted because I didn't get back home or I didn't get back to Grace's until like 2 a.m. So I was really tired the next day and I had a meeting the next morning with one of the investors in Rella. So I met up with her for the first time and I was 30 minutes late. You guys, I usually am not late to things. I am someone who is very punctual and I know you guys must be rolling your eyes because I'm always late to the airport. But when it involves someone else, when it's not just me, when I'm actually meeting someone, I'm not late to things. I'm very respectful of other people's times. So especially meetings, like meetings, I'm always on time. I, I'm always early. Like, I, uh, anyways, I had gone downtown for something and I had to go downtown that morning and I had to go all the way back to the Upper West Side. So I went from the Upper East Side to West Village to Upper West Side. And I was so late. I was running so late to get to the West Village. When I got to the West Village, I was about to like make it on time. I was going to be like five minutes late, but she was actually running late. So I was like, okay, good. So then I get to the subway. The train leaves the second that I, like the, the train that I'm supposed to get leaves the second I get there. The next one isn't for 14 minutes. So it already puts me 14 minutes late or 20 minutes late because I was already going to be five minutes late. Then I get on that train and the stop right before I'm supposed to get off or two stops before I'm supposed to get off. They tell us that we all need to get off the train unless we're going to 126th Street. And I was going to 76th Street. So I'm just like, are you effing kidding me? Are you effing kidding me? I need to get off in two stops and you're kicking us off this train and I'm already late. We have to wait 10 minutes for another train to come. So I'm already then an extra 10 minutes late. And then I have to walk like five minutes to the restaurant. I was 30 minutes late to a meeting with an investor. Do you know how bad of a look that is? Thank God she is like an investor already. But like, holy cow, that is the worst first impression. I apologize profusely. I was like texting her to keep her in the loop. But it's just like, that was like, I'm not meant to be in New York. New York is telling me I'm not meant to be here. It was so embarrassing. It was so rude. It was just horrible. So then I talk with her. It's a great conversation. She's so sweet. We're talking for like an hour and a half. And I believe people when they're like, no, seriously, no worries. But still, it's like embarrassing. You know, it's not a good look. So that happened. Then I'm walking back to Grace's apartment. I'm staying there all day because I just am like, I'm so tired. I didn't sleep. I'm just going to try to get some rest. Stay there all day. And then I go to bed at 8 p.m. You guys, it is a Friday night in New York City. I go to bed at 8 p.m. I'm exhausted. New York exhausts me like no other. I used to like be so enthralled by the energy there. And don't get me wrong, I still am. But something is just so tiring about it at the same time. And maybe I'm just weak now, or maybe I like, you know, simpler things. But 
I got so tired and I think it's because I tried to like overbook myself. So Friday, I actually did like walk around with one of my friends. So Hava, she is someone that's been following me for a long time. She's a really active user in Rella. I got coffee and walked with her. And then I just like took all of my meetings at Grace's apartment and like just did them virtually. But it w- it's just like such an exhausting day. Saturday comes around, I sleep for 11 hours. So Friday night, I go to bed at eight and I wake up at seven. I sleep for 11 hours. So I'm feeling refreshed. So I actually met up with my cousin. So I got breakfast with a friend and then I saw that guy from my high school, like so freaking weird. And then I met up with my cousin and we walked around for five miles. So I'm already like pretty exhausted. Then I go back to Grace's and I kind of just chill and stay there. And then I go to a creator dinner at night. And so I'm at this creator dinner. It was so nice connecting with other creators. I met so many amazing girls and it was just like a ton of fun connecting with all of them. And that kind of like made me miss New York having like this big group of creators And that's like a lot of them are micro creators where they were like kind of big on TikTok, but like smaller everywhere else. So I just felt I feel like I feel more like a micro creator. So I really enjoy talking to all of them and like connecting with them. And I tried to use this as like a Rella networking thing as well, where I kind of was like talking to everyone about Rella and getting them on board Rella. So I need to follow up with them because that's one thing I really want to do is like follow up with them about Rella and using them and getting on board. So I kind of used New York Fashion Week as an excuse to network with Rella. And that's what I'm saying where I'm way more like connected to Rella stuff now than I feel like the influencer community, even though they're one in the same. I just, that's why like my podcast is so great because I can like record for an hour and be done with it versus, you know, editing and, and videos and all of that stuff. So that was what was really great about that. So anyways, let me know if you guys like my new content, if you like these solo episodes, because I honestly really enjoy it. And I'd love to do more of these as long as they don't get repetitive. But I get such a positive response. So I think that you guys do. But let me know. So anyways, what was I saying? I was talking about guys, literally like you're in the room with me, this creator dinner. So I was kind of using it more as like a networking thing. Grace and I go and get drinks afterwards. We paid $20 for a horrible drink. It was literally, I told the bartender, it was like a speakeasy. So I told the bartender, I was like, listen, I want something with tequila because I'm a big tequila girl. Something floral, but like not sweet. Like I do not like sweet drinks. And he's like, got it. I'm going to make you a tequila, cucumber, floral, whatever drink. And I love cucumber and tequila. It's like my favorite combination. And he makes this drink and it's literally like pure sugar. So I didn't even drink it. You guys, I paid $20 for a drink that I did not drink. So Grace and I leave after one drink because we're like, you know, this is just not the vibe. We don't want to spend that much money. It's like dark in here. We can just talk at home. So we stand on the corner for like 30 minutes taking photos and videos of our outfits. (laughs) And it was a lot more fun than the bar itself. We tried to hail a taxi for like 20 minutes and it was so hard to do because none of them had their lights on because it was already midnight at this point and so it was so hard to do and ubers were 70 dollars and i'm sorry we're not paying 70 dollars to get to the upper east side so we call a taxi finally after like 30 minutes it's only 30 bucks so it's so much cheaper and we then just like go to bed and pass out and then sunday rolls around and i feel like garbage my throat is the most sore it's ever been. Like, I swear I have strep. It's so bad. It's just, it hurts so much. I lay in bed, you guys, all Sunday. I'm starting to sweat. I have a bit of a fever. 
I'm like, oh my God, I got sick again. And mind you, I got COVID the last time I went to New York. So I was like, oh my God, I get sick every time I come to New York City. I didn't think it was COVID because the symptoms were just totally different. I took a COVID test to make sure and it was negative. But still, I was like, really? Like, I get sick every single time I come to New York City. So I lay in bed all day. I'm in and out of naps. I'm watching Gilmore Girls. I literally was nine episodes deep into Gilmore Girls. Like, it is so, it's just like, I was just so freaking tired. And then Monday comes around and we leave. So I leave to go to the airport and I come back home and I literally didn't go to a single event that I was invited to. I got invited to three extra events and I didn't go to one of them because I was exhausted. So I kind of wanted to share. I feel like I had no time to tell you about the updates with Rella. So maybe that will be another solo episode. But I want to talk all about Rella and like raising money and all of that. So if you guys want to hear that, let me know. But I cannot believe that. Like, I cannot believe that that was my trip, that I didn't go to anything. I went for fashion week and did not do a single fashion week thing, really. Got sick, was in bed half of the trip, by the way. Like, half the trip I was in bed. Didn't go to any restaurants I wanted to go to. Didn't go to any anything I wanted to do I really didn't get to do. I spread myself so thin. So, so thin. I made way too many plans. So... It was exhausting. And then I was just overwhelmed with the amount of like New York Fashion Week content and feeling the FOMO, but then not because knowing the reality of it and then getting sad. And like, it was just a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. So that's the reality of New York Fashion Week, if you guys were wondering. And other people have amazing positive experiences. So this is just mine. But I will not be going back. (laughs) It's just not for me. It's just not for me. Unless I do like an activation with Rella, I think that would be really fun. But Besides that, I'm not going to go back. And I just wanted to update you on that. And I love that I can do more solo episodes on here because they just make me really happy. And I love to ramble. And I really love that you guys enjoy them. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I think it's my cue to log off. So thank you guys so much for listening. I love you guys. And I'm going to be back with another solo episode. There'll be interviews actually coming up. So next week will be an interview. And the weeks following that will be interviews. But I'm going to try to do these like once or twice a month if you guys are open to them. So let me know what you guys think of these episodes and if you guys like them. Anyways, thank you for listening and I'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Real Real. I hope that you enjoyed and don't forget to rate, review, follow, or subscribe on your favorite podcast app. You can follow me personally on Instagram at Natalie Barbu and the podcast at The Real Real Podcast. I'll see you next Monday.